this whole thing, we look at life like it's about what you can get from life. Mm. And I think, you know, I read something, I was like, that's not what it is. You're going to always be unfulfilled if you look at life like that. It's about knowing you're going to leave one day. And, you know, when you leave, the only way you're going to be fulfilled is if you know you gave everything you had. You already know what time it is. We're over the top the podcast with your host, Demond Hicks. You already know the father, the entrepreneur, the investor, the leader, the philosopher, all above. Stop playing with me. Let's get into it. Tap in. This episode is sponsored by The Win. And The Win is my clothing brand, which represents a lot of inspirational quotes. You can get you a hoodie that says, Growing mentally, physically, and spiritually. Or you can get you a hoodie that says, Watch me manifest everything I want. Or you can get you a hoodie or a shirt that says, Elevate. All those in a lot of sizes, different colors. You can go to the website called thewin.store. Or you can hit the link in my bio. My Instagram name is underscore I am Demond. And I'm going to put it in the podcast as well. So enjoy this episode. Alright, so I'm back with another one with Over the Top the Podcast, man. And y'all know I always bring y'all the best guests and the people that's going to help learn. And we're going to learn some things today. And um, I got a very special guest, man. Um, This is my brother. Man, we, we became friends about, I think, about two years ago, man. And he's just an awesome person. I had to bring him on. This is the perfect time to have him on as well uh, for this new year, for y'all to learn just new different things. And um, without further ado... Let me introduce my brother Jamal, man, my friend and my brother Jamal, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Peace, mighty black man, and peace is to the beautiful, melanated masses of black people that's tuning in today. Uh, I want to first thank brother Jamal for taking the uh, time, patience, care, and genuine love and concern to have me on your podcast. So thank you, brother. Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you as well for coming, man. Thank you as well for coming. So, man, I just want to start off with um, just telling the people what you do. So, again, my name is Brother Jamal. I'm the creator of the Black Culture and Black History Knowledge of Self board game, which allows you to venture through both Black history and culture, ranging from Black sayings and doings, Black movies, Black activists, Black rappers, Black inventors, Black uh, revolutionaries, all the above. I also have my own self-published children's book, which is called Melanin Comes with Power, which spreads uh, positive imagery, motivational messages, uh, inspiration and love to our youth and to our children. I mm. also have my own clothing line. I have my own Pan-African t-shirts, my own Pan-African sweatsuits that just dropped last week. And I also mm. have a surprise project. Uh, I already told Brother Demond about it, but we got the yeah, yeah, yeah. surprise project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fire, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that project that's releasing at the end of February, uh, at the end of Black History Month, that's going to be something that's really going to uh, not just shock the world, but truly liberate, impact, and inspire the masses of Black people in the global and international aspect. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let me ask you this question, man, because I know a lot of people mm-hmm. ask you this. Like, what what made you want to be an entrepreneur? What inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Like, what was your what's your story on how you started? What was the first thing? Let's just say that. What was the first thing that you did? Um, an entrepreneur feel. Well, well, I'll say my initial uh spark when initiating my initial spark to become an entrepreneur and the own operating control of my own destiny and my mm. own uh just my own future mm. is uh, a <laughs> depression <laughs> mm, dang that's deep that's deep because <laughs> i was uh i was in a white man's military 
four mm-hmm. and a half years. I'm 24 mm-hmm. years old right now. I'm 24. But from 18 to 23 years old, I was in the military. And I was yeah. depressed. Yeah. I was always sad. And I was working for somebody, not just working for somebody else, but working for white folks. And I was sad and depressed. And I'm like, man, I'm not even making that much money. And mm-hmm. every time, and the money I'm making from them, I put, I'm not making enough or adequate uh, amount for the work I'm putting in. Because in the Army, bro, it may be days you work six hours. It may be days mm-hmm. you work 24 hours straight. And you're yeah. still going to get that same paycheck. It don't matter if I'm a good or bad worker. I'm going to get that same amount of money. But I still had nothing to show for it, nothing of a significant value to right, show right. for it. Yeah, yeah. So, so then uh, I joined the Army when I was 18 again. So I was about 20 when I picked up my first book. Of course, I read books through middle school and high school, but I'm talking about my first book, like my own inclination. Like, I, I want to read this book. I was about right. 20 years old. Yeah, and it was yeah. the new Jim Crow, Mass Incarceration and Age of Colorblindness. And that made me uh, change the way that not just the way I think about uh, the world, but the way I think about myself and the overall black experience and the black plight that led me to even more books. But it led, but the most pivotal book that really made me want to be an entrepreneur, really made me not just love myself, but love my own people, since my own people are a direct reflection of me, right. was the autobiography <laughs> of Malcolm X. And that's what really pushes me every day. <laughs> Malcolm X, man. Hey, talk, yeah, talk. Hey, and that's hey, I love that book, man. That's the book that you actually gave me that actually changed my mind and shifted my mindset and the way I view myself and uh our people as well, man. That it really opened my eyes to a lot of things and who he actually was instead of how the you know the schools portray him to be. Uh but so what was your first actual project that you what uh first product that you had? The first uh the first physical product I ever had? Yeah. So the first physical product I ever had, I started off uh, doing hoodies. I got a. Uh, okay. I was in the army, living. Uh, I think I was. I lived in like ten different states and two different countries. While I was in the military, but I think I was living in Colorado at this time for the military. Mm-hmm. And I read a few books. I'm like, you know what? I want to do something black. I want to do something for my own people. Mm-hmm. But it took me a while to come up with the idea. So then I hit my friend up. I was like, hey man, do you still make t-shirts and hoodies. He said, yeah. I'm like, all right, you know, I got a few ideas for some hoodies I want to do. And it was just some hoodies that had some positive imagery and motivational messages towards the masses of black people, like uh, African or black before anything else, peace, mm. love, and unity. Mm. Uh, we're the aboriginal people to inhabit this earth. And that then led me towards my first children's book. Uh, mm. I don't sell that one anymore because I got my new children's book. But my first children's book was called To Be Yourself and Actually, I want to go back. Before I had the hoodies, yeah. I was selling the oils. You know them uh, African scented rubber oils? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I used to, it was this African shop. Uh, a brother that lived in Colorado with me he had his own store. Uh-huh. I was like, hey, man, I'll slide you this, this, and that. Woo, 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 if you let me get some of these oils in bulk so I can, you know, up the price and make my little yep. profit. Yep, and yep. man, in the army, I had a barracks room. I was a single, if you're a single soldier, you live in barracks, like military barracks. It's, it's basically a small living quarters. Man, my mm. room was, bro, funky. I had all types <laughs> of scents in there. I remember one time, bro, I almost had to go to the ER because I had spilled them bottles, and I tried to mop and clean it up, but the smell was in there. Oh, uh, the window. Because, yeah, bro, because all them fumes was hitting yeah, my nose yeah, and stuff, yeah. bro. So I almost passed out, so I had to go to the ER to make sure I was straight. But, <laughs> but yeah, 
The first part of the episode was African rubber nose and hoodies. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you went from the, the rubbing oils to the uh, the uh, t-shirts and then to the uh, book. What what did you do after that? The book. book. After my first children's book, uh, I, I actually, so my board game that I have out right now, my Black mm. Culture and Black History Now So Board Game, mm. right now is professionally developed. Like mm. the quality is... Uh, you're not going to get the quality is amazing, bro. You're not going to get that type of quality just by messing with somebody just, you know, out the woodwork. No, you got to yeah, actually yeah. go to a, a company. But yeah. before it was professionally developed, like professionally made, it had good quality. Bro, I used to make that board game by hand. I used wow. to make it with my own hand. It used to take me six to seven hours just to make one. And it was times where, man, people in the ER knew me, bro. They knew my face when I would walk in because. I'd always accidentally super glue my hands together making that wow, board game. Wow. So you made the uh, board game after the um the, the book, children's book? Yep, I made the board game after the children's book. Then let me, uh let me ask no, you go this. Ahead, brother. What what inspired you to make the board game? What inspired me to make the board game was so I was in the military at the time. Uh-huh. And uh COVID had just happened. And I was in a medical unit. I was a 68 Juliet medical logistics specialist. That was my MOS or uh, that was my job in the military. And we had to respond. We were on a COVID-19 mission. So we had to take care of this is 2020 when COVID first hit. You know, mm-hmm. everybody was looking for basic medical supplies like uh, gowns, hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. uh, proper PPE, gloves, surgical mask, all that stuff. They didn't have it. So then, you know, they called in the, mil- the medical uh, unit I was in for the army. It was like, hey, we need y'all to come to New Jersey, and we need y'all to take care of New Jersey, New York, uh, Boston, Philadelphia, all those surrounding regions. Uh, I think it was like four or five different states in total, and we had to mm. supply them with basic medical uh, materials and equipment. Mm. So we had a station that our living area, our living quarters, there was bad uh, connection. So, you know, we had car games. We had Uno. We had Candyland, Monopoly, some of the brothers yeah. in the corner. We know we're shooting dice. Someone playing space, all the above. Yeah, yeah. And we was drunk. One thing about the military was we don't <laughs> drink. And it was crazy, bro, because it was like 3 p.m. Like, it's the middle of the day. But uh, but that's how the army life is. But stay on topic. We was playing all these games, bro. And then uh, it was a little late at night, and I was reading a book. It was the, and uh, I think I was reading The Falsification of African Consciousness by Dr. Amos Wilson. And then somebody was – my my buddy was getting back together. My buddy's in the military, and they was like, hey, man, you want to play Monopoly again? Because we had nothing else to do. They over yeah. there drinking, too. But I know I was tired of drinking. But I was like, you know what? I put the book down, and I, I play Monopoly with y'all again. You know, we play Monopoly again. Mm. I'm like, you know what, man? I ain't never seen a board game to where you can have fun. Because Monopoly is fun, but you're not really learning nothing from Monopoly. Right. So yeah. I thought to myself, I've never seen a board game where I can have fun, learn, and it can relate to me and my people in some way, shape, form, or aspect. Yeah. And it clicked in my head. Right then and there, bro, I told them, you know what, bro, I'm going to make a board game. Everybody started laughing. They were not laughing because, uh, you know, they was doubting me. and They was laughing because they said, oh, he's just drunk. He ain't about to make a board game. Right, like, bro, right. you don't even know how to make no board game. <laughs> I said, bro, I don't know how to make a board game. But, I mean, when we get done with this COVID-19 mission, I mean, I can get on YouTube or go to the store and figure out how to make one by hand. But then mm-hmm. a year later, I found a professional developer and it helped me make it professionally so I ain't gotta make it by hand no more. <laughs> Dang, hey, that's deep. And I always I always tell you like man, 
I it just I know someone personally that actually have his own board game and he's a young black man. I always tell you that because I think that's something amazing. That's almost unheard of. Like it, it's just wild to me that you actually have a board game. It's yours, your face <laughs> on it, like you own it. You can go to your website right now, and it's like you done sold multiple of them as well. Um, so <laughs> I want you to go a little uh, a little deep into your board game of basically what it is like and uh, what they can see in, in a board game. So what you see in the board game is, so while you're playing, uh, so a lot of the aspects and pieces to the game I did intentionally, like uh, like let's say the dollar bills of the board game. Mm-hmm. It's not just your normal uh, U.S. currency. No, it's, it's black power dollar bills. Like every dollar bill, you're going to see a black power fist on there with different shades of melanin on it. The dice, mm-hmm. I got. I don't have white dice, I have black dice. Black dice uh, signifies black, the masses of black people controlling their own destiny and future. The dollar bills controls us needing to understand the importance of circulating the black dollars to can build, operate, and control our own economic structure so we can be right, self-sufficient, right. self-reliant people. Yeah. The culture deck of cards. The culture cards, you might pick up a card about uh, Erica Badu. You might pick up a card about Lil Baby, Gucci Mane, Megan Thee Stallion, uh, 90s movies like Juice, The Wood, Friday. You might oh, yeah, pick up dope. something about dances we do, traditional dances we do at cookouts and family gatherings, like the Cupid Shuffle, the Wobble, uh, stuff like that. Uh, if you see a group of black people running, what you going to do? Stand and look stupid? Are you going to run with them? Because obviously right, they right. run from something. <laughs> <laughs> the history cards, uh, the history cards, you might pick up a card about the richest man that ever stepped foot on the earth. You might pick up a card about how many countries or regions are in the continent of Africa. You might pick up a card about the first black woman to do this, the first black man to do that, the black woman or black man who invented this or that. Uh, when did this black moment or pivotal black moment happen in history and all the above, brother? Wow. So I got a question for you, um, just for the people that's listening. How how do you feel? How, how important is it to like, and what, how important is it to like own your own product? You feel like? I think owning your own product or if it's not. Or what type product, of benefit? Yeah. Oh, the benefit. Okay. Uh, I say it's important to, if not own your own product, if not to provide your own service, then at least uh, strive to be the head, or if you if you want to work or be an employee, because you know entrepreneurship ain't for everybody. Right, Make sure right, you're right. working towards a business, or you're taking that money that you get from the job that you're working, and you're uh, investing that into something that can help the masses of black people. Whether you're a black dentist, a black doctor, a black, even a black worker at Amazon, bro. Like even if you're working at Amazon, you can use that bread to invest in something that's going to help the masses of black people because everybody got has to play their part. It's not yeah. uniformity, it's unity. Like uh, uh, Nuri Muhammad once said in one of his speeches, like when I was in the military, it was uniformity. We all have to dress the same. We all have to walk the same when we walk in formation. We all have mm. to step off on the same foot. Uh, mm. You know, we all have to be in uh, conjunction with each other. That's uniformity. But unity, you can look at the human body. How all plays different parts. Look at your hands, your elbows, your, your feet, your, your toes, your ankles, your knees, your stomach, your brain, your neck. They all play different parts, but they all come together in great unity to to uh, do something uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, so, hey, so so what made you uh, develop this mindset? How you got this mind? Like, what 
what made you just have this mindset that you have at a young age? Because a lot of people ain't even thinking about, uh, you know, starting something, uh, mm-hmm. especially not a board game or writing books. Like, what you think of you this mindset? Was it something that you had to read or something you feel like you already had? Just Well, I say, bro, before before I picked up my first book, I was a coon and I didn't even know it. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping the band, bro. A lot of us go through our years of coonery, our coon years. Michael, <laughs> Ma- Michael Max went through his coon years. Mm-hmm. He even said it himself. He used to, it Mess wasn't just white dating women. white women. Yeah. He was messing with them white women. He yeah. was uh, going to get degrading, defiling, demeaning black women. Bro, Michael Max used to rob. Michael Max used to pimp women. He used to do drugs. He used to steal from black folk. He was locked up for, I believe it was somewhere between seven Seven to ten years, he was locked mm-hmm. up, and that's mm-hmm. when he realized he picked up his first book and realized he thought about his personal black experience, the black plight. Mm-hmm. What were the initial causes and factors in which led black people to be in the condition they're in now? Why mm-hmm. do we have black people reacting to the inflicted injustices, disenfranchisement, political exploitation, economic deprivation, all of the above? Why are we all not all of us, but the, most of us? in the state that we're in, not just financially, but psychologically, mentally, mm-hmm. uh, morally, emotionally, mm-hmm. all the above. And it all goes back, it stems from slavery. Like, look at how black people eat today, soul food. They call it soul right, food. Right, 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 that's right, not right. anything soulful or joyful or healthy for you. That's killing your soul. Look yep. at how we are uh, we attacking each other today with all this gun, especially in Indianapolis, all this gun violence. Why is there so much gun violence? Ashada Shakur uh, was a revolutionary former Black Panther. In her book, she said, uh, the slave masters during slavery, the white slave masters to be more specific, they taught Mm. us to fight against or amongst each other, fight your fellow Black brothers and sisters about something that white folks caused. The slaves, actually, we were never slaves. We were just enslaved. That was just the current condition, the circumstances at the time. When you say we were slaves, that make it seem like that's our destiny. We always going to be slaves. No, that was just uh, a condition we're in at the time, but the enslaved Africans and or black people were fighting amongst each other because of something white folks did to them. And that's mm. where we're at today. We have to mm. break. A lot of people nowadays say we got to break these generational curses. But yes, we do. We have to, it's not just police officers killing black folk. We killing uh, ourselves with our own hands by what we eat. That's another yeah, that's example right that's there. Forget. I, I forgot we're to killing. tell y'all mm-hmm. for as well. <laughs> because <laughs> hey, you, you you really speak in facts and remember we we were just speaking about um i think earlier this year how i was telling you like i'm changing my eating habits because your body is literally a temple and the things that we eat really do kill us like literally they, mm-hmm. they literally kill us like you know mm-hmm. people uh getting diabetes people get cancer because of the things that they eat um so you you're right about that and just how my body feel now, just how I changed my eating habits got me feeling way, way better. Uh, yeah, I just feel good. <laughs> yeah, bro, you feel good. You think more clear, more energetic. I had to, uh, I'd probably say, well, push me to start eating healthy and uh, re- alleviate and rid myself of poor eating habits. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, so Dr. Sebi or CB never published his own book, but there's books about his his works, his life. And, uh, you know, his philosophies on eating habits, it was mm. called A Conversation with Dr. Sebi. I read How to Eat to Live by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Mm. Uh, I listened to Dick Gregory, Nipsey Hussle. Mm. I listened to uh, 
I actually have a friend. Her name is uh her name is Maat or T, and she actually was helping me with a lot of uh, you know, uh like I'm like, hey, wh- what about this food right here? Actually, her page on Instagram is called Maat's Healing Garden. Again, her page on Instagram is called Maat Healing Healing Garden. She mm-hmm. has like herbal teas and a lot of other things she does on the holistic or health side of things. But mm-hmm. you know, all those books and her as well talks about you know you got drink your teas, eat more fruits with seeds, eat more vegetables, put down that pork and that swine. That's one thing about black folks. We need to stop touching that pork, whether it's pork chops, chitlins, neck bones, bacon, sausage. Bacon. We need to yeah. put that, man, I, man, I ain't, I ain't going to attack my family, but man, I got family members, they can't eat a meal without eating for breakfast. They eat bacon and sausage. What they man. eat for lunch? Man, they got to go get a cheeseburger, throw some bacon on it, or they eat some pork chops, some ribs. Now, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to hold you. Pork do taste good, but everything that tastes good ain't good for you. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. It's funny because uh, just last month when I started my new eating habits, right, I got the salad from the Kroger's, uh, the bowls, and they put bacon, eggs, and some other stuff in it. And when I opened it up, I was like, man, this is going to take away some of the taste of this good salad, but let me go throw these bacon bits away because I know it ain't good for me. So, yeah, you right on that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man. But, but so... I want to ask you this too, because a lot of people do come to your page, and uh, they just see what you're doing, and, and you say, and you stay so consistent with just uh, posting your product and the message that you spread. Um, how do you stay so consistent? Like, how do you stay so consistent? I'll say one thing that makes that uh, keeps me driven, keeps me uh, just consistent with everything, keeps me motivated. It's it's not just books. People, I, I don't. It, sometimes you know everybody gets discouraged, gets down and upset. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes I might read a book. Sometimes I'll just watch a documentary or something on TV. Mm-hmm. But then also, bro, my main motivation is the masses of black people. Like seeing people that may comment on my Instagram, on my Twitter, on my website, and they'll leave little comments like, "Hey, bro, hey man, you the reason why I'm doing this now? That's better and advancing, progressing myself." Or, right. "Hey, you know, I really appreciate this. I learned something new. I really like what you're doing." Like. It ain't just people that buy my products. It's people that leave them little comments, bro. Like, they really, because you being an entrepreneur too, bro. You know, yeah. when you first start out, it'd be hard to get the word out. It's hard I'm to definitely. get this attention and stuff. So, people leaving them little words and little, you know, uh, little words of inspiration, love, and kindness, that that really goes a long way. That's true, because that's how me and your uh, relationship developed. Because, man, I seen, I, mm-hmm. I think I seen uh, your picture on Discover page, or somebody might have reshared it and I seen it. I went to your page and just seen what you was doing. This is before I had anything. You you know, we've been friends a while. So this is why I had anything. <laughs> and I just went to your page and just like, dang, this is inspiring. Like, dang, this is some motivation. I inbox you and everything. Remember we had the conversation? You was like, <laughs> you thought I was just one of the people that's inboxing now. But I, yeah. I was inspired. I was inspired by that, man. And so I tell you every time I talk to you, like, man, I I just know in the future you 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 are already great, but you're going to be on a level – that's gonna be so impactful um within these following years is it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Appreciate that, brother. And yeah, I'll be honest, like, cause you know it's a lot of people that be trying to DM me. Oh yeah, bro, let's collab on this. Hey, be it, bro. People be calling me be it, bro, because I don't even know you. And you call me like, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm always like, hey, peace, brother. Peace, uh, peace, goddess, peace, yeah. sister all day. But they don't say it the, I say peace, brother, peace, sister, because you know, we're of the same flesh. Mm-hmm. We we all black people, but they saying, bro, as in like 
like I know you and I'm like, bro, I don't know you now. It's love because you're yeah, yeah. a black woman. It's love. <laughs> but why you calling me big bro and big cut like I'm your big homie or your OG? Then, <laughs> oh, yeah, bro, let's collab on this. Let's do this. I'm ready to work. Then two weeks later, they not even involving themselves in what they uh, was just talking about. They wanted to collab on two weeks ago and people don't yep. have no consistency. But I'm looking at your page and what you post before you even had something to offer or sell to the people. Mm-hmm. You just being consistent. And yeah. that's one thing, bro. Like consistency and discipline can take you uh, farther than actual motivation. Most definitely. I remember uh, people used to tell me a lot, like, bro, you had some product to sell, you probably do good. Cause like, I always had the mindset and I always had the drive, and I like marketing as well. So I just like, yeah, I just got to figure out what that product is, and I'm still looking for a specific uh, a physical product, which we already know. But <laughs> let me let me ask you this though, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, so when people start their brands and they start having products and they and are an entrepreneur, um, they feel like they don't get as much support as they do, uh, they need from their family or just from their friends. How, how would you suggest like they move forward? Like, how do you get over, you know, people either doubting you or, you know, what do you think about well, that? Well, excuse my language. Uh, and it, can we cuss on here or not? Yeah, 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 this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, hey, fuck them. Shit, fuck them. We all. Shit. Why the fuck would I be for, first of all, them motherfuckers ain't your friend if they talk about some damn, if they ain't supporting, if they yeah. not, it ain't just about sharing your shit on social media. Right. It's also about sending a little message. Hey, bro, I saw yeah. what you posted. That's hard. Or hey, Definitely. hey, you know my friend do this, this, and that. And family. But let me tell you something, bro. I love my family to death all day. But we don't agree on on a lot of things when it comes to the political, social, and economic uh-huh. uh, uh, state of black people. So I don't even talk to them about it no more. But mm. I still love for them. But you got to understand, bro, everybody has an audience. You just have to find your target audience to find a way for your target audience to, to find, find you. you. Just because yeah. this person ain't rocking or fucking with what you got going on or the motion you got established or what you got going on or whatnot, that don't mean what you're doing is wrong. Okay, I had a buddy, a friend, called me the other day. I ain't gonna say his name. Called me the other mm. day, and mm. he make music. And I was honest with him. I kept it the band, kept it the stack. I'm like, hey, bro, I ain't really rocking with your music. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like the quality. It sounds like you made it in your your bathroom or your or your grandmama garage. I ain't rocking with it. But then I told him, like, I'm not. It don't sound like I'm hating. I'm being honest. Just because yeah. I don't like it, don't, that don't mean somebody mean else. That yeah, exactly. Still put it on SoundCloud. Still put it on social media. Yeah. Somebody might be looking for that type of music again. I ain't, I ain't even trying to be funny. I'm being, I'm being serious. Just because I don't fuck with it or rock with it, you might find somebody else that can like that. Uh, I and I feel like that's what you call a real friend. Um, that's good criticism, mm-hmm. constructive criticism. That I feel like you need around you. I always tell people if I show them something, please be honest with me. If I'm showing you it, please be honest because. Why would I want to show you and you'd be like, yeah, I like that. And it looked terrible. You know, I'll be like, I'll be hurt because, you know, I, this is just something I created. You know, I'm going to still go with what I feel like is best. But still, just be honest with me. If it don't look right, you know, just let me know. <laughs> so, yeah, that, mm-hmm. I think that's very important, too, to have the people around you that can be very honest with you. Uh, so what's your, what's, your, what's your future goals, man, for, for the rest of this year? You got any uh, on your business side of, of, of your board game? So for the my business goals of this year is to drop uh drop that product that you already know about. I'm mm-hmm. keeping on the rest right now. Yeah. But when that one drops, it's not just about the money. I tell people it ain't just it's not about the money. Number one, it's about it impacting the people in a positive and progressive uh way. Money is is 
number two, but number one, impacting the people in a in a way that's going to actually better their overall conditions and uh, circumstances and predicaments. That's number one. So that new product I got dropping next month, I got another product I'm planning on dropping uh, probably in April or May time frame. But uh, mm. yeah, I got a lot coming this year, especially for the spring and summertime. I have more, also more clothing uh, coming out in the spring and summertime too. So I got three products. One product is in the works. The other one I was working on right before you called. That was the mm. second one. Then the third one, hey, that's summer springtime. So I got three products or projects that I'm working on right now, brother. Mm. Okay, that sounds good, man. Cause that's that's just something I was just thinking about. Like, cause when you do start the the uh, uh, start your brand and the new year coming in, it's like, man, we gotta have some goals set set for us so we can continue to stay focused on them. Cause I like I always be telling you, like I be just thinking about ways to always elevate. And always to continue to just stay focused on what uh, what it is that I'm doing. Uh, I got uh, so my question for you as well. So you being young and black, and say it's a young, another young man that's young and black listening to this right now, or a young lady, um, and they don't have nobody around them. Who do who you suggest them to look up to, or just uh, let's see, what's, yeah, who you suggest them to look up to, or just. Uh, find some inspiration. How do you how do you suggest them to find some inspiration? When especially in this world, we we you know <laughs> uh, all the young ladies look up to Ari and all the uh, young boys, <laughs> young 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 uh, black boys look up to young boy. So who, mm-hmm. how do they find you know those people um, that can help them elevate? I'll say the first thing you have to do if you're around individuals that aren't doing anything constructive or positive, if they're not vertically progressing and they're just horizontally uh being linear in their life then first of all the first step you need to do identify the problem who is the problem what is the problem number two separate yourself uh mm-hmm. from that whoever the problem is or whatever the problem is then number three you have to be able to you got to sacrifice your time energy and resources into educating yourself people think education is solely going to college or school no you can get education uh-huh. through reading books youtube University. You can educate yourself on YouTube. You can uh, watch a documentary or a video or a speech about uh, who who most resonates with you. Like Malcolm X resonates with me. Marcus Garvey resonates with me. Khaled Muhammad resonates with me. Uh, Curie P. Newton resonates with me. But before I even knew who they were, I had to sit there and just Google, you know, black leaders, black this, black that. I had to go through all these leaders and all these activists and revolutionaries and study them because I sacrificed my time, energy, and resource. Hey, bro, come out this weekend, this Friday, bro. We going up. We about to go to the ball, 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 club. Like, I know. I'll catch y'all next time. I'm trying to look right, at this right, right. and, and yeah. figure this out and stuff like that. But again, I sacrificed, sacrificed my time, energy, and resources, and I found who resonates with me, who inspires me not to just want better, but actually uh, do better and not just want more, but actually get more out of life. Mm. Yeah, I like that. So let me ask you this. What was the most – what's the most – Difficult thing about being an entrepreneur? The most difficult thing about being an entrepreneur, I would say, is, uh, as you already know, <laughs> I, I, I do my best with marketing. I'm just not very good at marketing. Like, uh, I, I'll put it on social media. Uh, in person, I'm good in person all day. Like, I, yeah, I've sold more products in person than, than uh, probably, uh, I'll probably say it's about even. But in person, bro, I'm very good with my words. I can sell products all day. It, if I see you, I can sell a broken pen 
to a writer. That's how good I am in person, bro, when it comes to selling a product. But I got to work on my own line, you know, marketing online. That's something you've been helping me with, uh, you know, selling stuff online better, uh, yeah, making yeah. more posts. I took a book, uh, a page out your book, and content, content. I post a lot more now, too. <laughs> yeah, because the content is really key because, I mean, um, it just it just helps people dive into your page a little bit more when they know you're posting every day rather than posting less a day. Uh, I always like to tell people there's two types of people on social media. You got the watchers and the doers. Um, if you're the person that's not doing that, I mean, you're watching mm-hmm. people. I mean, if you're the person that's yeah, that's not doing that, you watching everybody. Uh, and a lot of people be thinking, I just want to say this to you for the people that's listening. Uh, you know, once you do start, don't be scared to be free. Don't be, don't be scared to post. Be fearless, you know. Um, I realized that social media was made for you to actually post. The likes and the comments are just the extra bonus things, you know. Uh, but be fearless once you once you get past being fearless and coming out with things. Cause let me ask you this, uh, Jamal. Everything that you came out with was it a, has it been a success or have you failed with some of the things? I've had more failures and uh, more failed or botched products and actual successful uh, products. Uh, a lot and of what, them. Like I could go all day. <laughs> and and would you say that's a part that's a part of just being an entrepreneur and. And being an innovator? Yes. Like, some people are scared of failure, man. Like, you can't be scared to fail. If if it don't work out, cool. Find a way to fix it. You know, update or upgrade it. Or if it's if, if it don't go the way you want, cool. Move on. Keep going, bro. Like, you, everything do drop is not going to hit. It ain't going to bounce. I'm not being <laughs> negative. I'm being realistic. I don't try to drop a whole bunch of products and then do nothing cool. Took it off my website. Brought up something new. Like, I stopped selling them African oils because ain't nothing wrong with selling those. But, I mean, I just don't want to do that no more. I got a board game, children's book, and clothing now. Like, I don't need to sell African oils no more. I mean, I'm, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with it again, but I'm moving on to bigger and better things. But that's where I started. I used to start off by writing articles all the time, free articles uh-huh. on my website before I had yeah. a board game. I used to talk about the same stuff I'm talking about. In- but you see, I start off with the articles. Now I don't got to do the articles no more. Yeah, yeah. I got my board game, got my children's book, got my YouTube channel. I got uh, all these other things that I got uh, I'm working on now. It's going to be even better than articles or them African rules I used to sell. But you got to start somewhere. People think you're just going to be successful the next day. Like it's very slim, it's slim to none that you're just going to drop something and it's going to blow up in one day. Like like some of the rappers, <laughs> yeah. even with the rappers, it only happens like one or two of them. You drop a song, it's going to blow up overnight. No, you got to. Be uh consistent. Just keep going at it, man. Like, yes, yeah, most definitely. What you think process. made? What you think made you uh fearless? What made me fearless? Uh huh. Shit, Malcolm X. Like I'm, I'm looking at <laughs> Malcolm X, man. I, hey, I can go all day about Malcolm X. I'm looking at how he started off, bro. He his mm-hmm. highest level of formal education was eighth grade, bro. He took that eighth grade wow. education. And he became one of the most impactful people, not just black folk, but to people, but to everybody on a global or international aspect. He was a, a great, eloquent, and talented speaker. He literally motivated people who thought they had nothing, who saw themselves as nothing significant or had no importance inside themselves, no self-love. And he turned them and shaped them into something great just by his own, using his own voice, his own personal experiences and uh, delivering that to the people. So I'm like, hey, man, if he can go from being locked up for, I think it was somewhere between six to 10 years, got out, he was broke, and then he made something uh, for himself, then I can do that, man.
that's what I learned about just being fearless as well. Um, <clears throat> one thing I learned, I, I like to say this a lot, I hope it don't go over people's heads, that um, when you do come out with things, um, just know that the only people that's going to be probably judging it is the people that ain't got nothing going on for themselves. Because if it is somebody that really, you know, if, if they are judging it, mm-hmm. then they're going to be giving you some criticism that's going to help you. But it's people that, I mean, you know, uh, at the end of the day, I feel like, I, I just feel like people be too worried about what people are going to say about their products. And uh, like you said, it's going to be who it's for, it's going to be for them. And who it ain't, it ain't going to be for them. It is what it is. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it don't matter. I like to tell people that too on the marketing side. That's why I post so much. I mean, if people don't like as much as I post, you can just unfollow me. And cool, that mm-hmm. leave room for more people to come in, especially on my Facebook page. Yeah. And so, yeah, just being fearless, uh, it, 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 I think it builds your confidence as well. Um, because at the end of the day, you just don't care uh, <laughs> about what other people think about it. You doing what you love and what you create. Um, but we see. Was it? Was there anything else you wanted to share with the people? Uh, I just wanted to say, keep pushing, keep striving, keep being the godlike individuals that y'all are. It don't matter what somebody got to say about your product, provider, service, or what you do in life. We got one life to live. You live your life however you want to live it. And I'm I'm not speaking religion when I say uh, God. Like, no, black folk are the average people to have this earth. We are literally, we literally are, and we have innumerable uh, unique qualities, graces, and talents. Please, 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 please do what you want to do, whatever makes you happy. In life, stop looking at your parents and grandparents. They still working the same job they've been at for 10, 15, 20 years, still making what nine dollars an hour, and they hate their job. Mm. But I don't know why they take pride in the job that they hate. Like, your life is miserable. Why do you want to keep on living a miserable life? That's right, another conversation right. for another day. But <laughs> keep pushing, do what you want to do in life, please. Just keep on yeah. grinding. Y'all keep having a black tastic life. Just keep on be straight. Okay, okay. Share uh share your website with the people as well. Okay, my information. Web- Appreciate you, brother. My website is brother Jamal Nelson, brother as in brother and sister, Jamal J A M A A L. A lot of people spell my first name wrong, but it's brother Jamal Nelson again. Brother as in brother and sister, Jamal J A M A A L Nelson N E L S O N dot com again brother jamal nelson dot com and then what's your instagram want to know your instagram or your twitter if you want them to know your twitter <laughs> <laughs> i'll be a little i'll get out my instagram okay <laughs> my instagram because i'll be a little reckless on, on twitter i'll be saying yeah. but my instagram is professional yeah. so my instagram is mall 317 m a a l 317 again mall 317 m a-A-L-317. Okay, okay, okay. Then what was I, what I was going to say? Uh, okay, yeah, bro. I, I appreciate you for coming on and sharing all this information with the people and giving all this inspiration and motivation because you're a young black man that actually has his own brand, um, personal brand, your own philosophies. Um, you created a board game, uh, wrote a book, have your own clothing brand, have your own website. Like, that's just truly amazing. And I hope it do inspire all the people that's listening to this because, uh, you know, it, it didn't happen overnight. When, what year did you say you started? 
I started in it was the end of end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Come on, man, he, and he's still on his journey. And it, I mean, I just, I was. It's, let me tell you this too. I forgot to tell you. I just uh, talking on the phone to Ace. Shout out to Ace, and he just told me uh, he got you some uh, set up for, uh, for uh, uh, Black History Month to come. Yeah. You know, I was just about to say, uh, I just looked up with him last night. Uh huh. Let me go back. I just connected with him, uh, linked up with him last night, and uh, mm-hmm. he threw the idea. I mean, cause you know, I don't like working with just anybody. Like yeah, I like, definitely. like how I be working with you. I like the consistency you got going on with your involve yourself. And I like him. Man, that brother got it going on, bro. He doing everything. So that's man. why you know, I was like, hey, come on, man, let's do it. Black issue. I got you, brother. Let me know when and where. Come on, man. Another young black man. And uh, the city of Indianapolis, Indiana, going crazy. Y'all, y'all need to go check mm-hmm. him out as well. But yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I just wanted to get your flyers, man, because uh, we just be we just be talking and throwing ideas back and forth and helping each other elevate. And uh, I think that's important for people to do too. Is find people that you know you can talk to um, to talk about just different business ideas, goals, life, anything, um, especially when it comes. Uh, to to you know the generation we in, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I thank everybody for listening to this episode. Uh, be back with another one, and uh, y'all y'all be safe. Is there anything else you want to tell them right before I? <laughs> uh, nothing at all. Y'all just have a black ass day. All right, all right, y'all. Uh, peace. I hope y'all enjoyed that episode. Look, I want y'all to go check out my book, which is called Keys to Elevate. Three powerful chapters, environment, positive thinking, and intentional action. These are the keys to elevate. This is just my philosophy. I feel like it'll help a lot of people out. And uh, it's only $9.99, which is $10 going investing to yourself. You can grab that in my link in my bio on Instagram. My Instagram name is underscore I am Demond. Go check that out. I promise you won't regret it. And so, look, man, I'm going to add this segment to the end of it, man. If you know anybody that want their, um, you know, brand promoted, or anything, make sure you inbox me at underscore I am Demond on Instagram. Um, I'm interested in putting anybody, you know, any segment, anybody to do music, anybody to do lashes. If you want your lash, if you if you a female and you want your lashes, if you a barber and you want your stuff promoted, if you know anybody that want anything promoted, uh, I'm only I'm not charging much. Putting one segment in the beginning, one segment in the end. You know what I'm saying? So if you know anybody that want their things promoted, uh, let me know and inbox me.